Hey girl, hey, you have entered the She Shed where my guests and I remove the mask and engage in real girl talk conversations. Today, my guest is Stani Sims, AKA Nikki Diamond. And we are having that discussion about why women feel a need to code switch, why we have expectations instead of intentions, and how do we bounce back from all the hurt and turmoil that we have been through in life. If you're ready, go ahead on and dig in. Sit back, listen, as we share our thoughts in the She Shed. Hi, I'm Tina Bailey, founder of Builder Collaborations, Master Life Coach, best-selling author, nonprofit strategy consultant, and the creator of the Boss Love Podcast. In this podcast, we focus on tips and strategies to help women see themselves unapologetically as the CEO of their own. It's time for women to walk boldly, be optimistic, strategic, and self-reliant with holding nothing. Okay, I just want to say welcome to the She Shed. As you know, this is where we have those real conversations, those conversations that require that we take off our masks and be authentically who we are and show up in the way that we want to show up. I am excited to have Stani Sims with me today. It was so funny. As we was getting ready to record, I asked her, girl, who am I introducing you as? What's your name? How you, what you going by today? Because if you see on her Zoom, she has Stani Sims, which is actually her name. However, we call her Nikki. And I'm sure there's a story behind that. And I would give her that space to explain that as well. But today we're just diving in. It is really, really difficult for me to say Stani because I keep wanting to say Nikki. Nikki. Okay. And so, you know, Nikki has a story. She has a really good story. And it is one of those things to where I think that many of you are going to be able to relate to what she has experienced and what she's gone through in life. And I'm excited to have her as part of my team. She is part of my backbone. She helps me stay on track and stay on tack. (laughs) And I would have to honestly say, if it wasn't for my circle, I couldn't do half the things that I do. And so I I brought her on one to to share her story so that she can show where she started, where she is now, and where she wants to go. So I'm going to turn it over to her and Nikki. I want you to explain to the people why I call you Nikki, and then give us a little background about who you are. Okay. Well, great. And thank you so much, Tina, for having me. So again, as Tina said, my name is Stani Sims, but I go by Nikki. So Stani is my given name. That is the name that the checks come in. So depending on where we are as far as um, relationships or in a more professional setting, I am Stani because I make sure that I can successfully show up in the space that I need to and present my myself the way I need to. So Nikki has been my nickname since I was a baby. I'm named after my father. He is Stanley Nick and I am Stani Nicole and they call him Nick. They called him Nick and they call me Nikki. So Nikki Diamond, I also ride motorcycles. My motorcycle name 
is Sexy Delight. That is, Facebook made me get rid of Sexy Delight. But I ride with the Diamond Clusters MC out of Dayton, Ohio. So I became Nikki Diamond <laughs> to show. So that's part of my alter ego with um, me riding. And they made me get rid of, because Facebook started as my motorcycle play page. It was, I've had it probably for 11 years and it's evolved in its, in its overall heading. So I'm sorry, Meta has evolved um, over so many years. And um, so I continue to change with that. I'm a woman still finding her her space, for sure. Um, Some of the titles that I go by is mother, wife, girlfriends. I'm a lovey, not a grandmother. Uh, (laughs) I love my love books. So I'm a lovey. Um, so in, in other people's terms, that's a grandmother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am a teacher that loves to teach any and everything. I was a special, I'm, I'm between jobs. I decided to leave the job I was at and seek another one. So currently I'm between jobs, but I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher at heart. I still teach. I have a small business. I teach fitness classes, which um, are get around line dance and I do that in Durham, North Carolina and Raleigh, North Carolina. So so I'm an entrepreneur. I am multifaceted as most black women are. I am I hold two masters. One is a master's of education. I'm, well, I'm sorry, a master's of teaching and I hold a master's of administration. Uh, I'm a proud HBC you grad two times, Central State University and North Carolina Central University. And I have grown children. I was a teen mom. I'm a survivor of domestic violence. I do taxes. <laughs> uh, you I wear a lot of hats. I could go on and on. So I'm going to stop yeah. there with I can yeah. do taxes because literally I am in the tax office <laughs> doing taxes. <laughs> So, yeah. So, I mean, and that's, that's, that is one of the things that I want to show that, you know, you can be many things to many people, right? And right. You, you have to show up and we show up in many, many different ways as women. And sometimes our hats can become distractions. So one of the things that we often ask is what do you do to make sure that you show up as a priority in your life? Oh, girl, um, I'm still working on it. I'm I'm still working on that. I've um, decided to carve out some time just for me to exercise. You know, we all should be doing that. But I've been experiencing some health issues. So I know that's definitely something I need to continue to do. I'm showing up in spaces where I'm appreciated and accepted and loved just as I am. So that is definitely one thing that I love about being a part of your crew. <laughs> is that y'all can take me in in any capacity I choose to show up. If I choose to show up exciting and overwhelming, y'all there for it. If, if I show up sad and needing a shoulder, y'all show up. So um, that's a big thing, having spaces where you're accepted no matter what, you know, because we have to play to our audience so much. And sometimes we just need to be able to take, let our hair down and take off our mask. You know, that's real. Like you said, two main things I want to kind of expound on or unbox or unpack. You said, you know, we, we have to show up in different ways and there's a, we do a lot of code switching. It's like we can 
put on this hat one minute and, and have to switch into something else, something totally different in another, another setting. So often I find that especially women, but especially black women, we find ourselves really trying to, to muzzle our aggression or our passion because we don't want to come off as an angry black woman or we don't want to be too assertive. And, and the thing is a lot of times women in general, you know, if you speak up, you're, you're too much, you're, you're too, you're too much. But if you have a little uh, melanin in your body is really showing that you are aggressive. And it's not that it's just that you are being who you are. And one of the things that I, I just wrote was we become so accustomed to being disrespected that now we have to train ourselves to receive respect. Like it's hard to, sometimes it's hard. I know with me, and I'll speak for myself and you can kind of co-sign on it or you can disagree because that's, that's what she shared for. But I have found that there are times when I don't know how to receive healthy behaviors from people. I always think that they're looking for something in return. And a lot of it is because of the trauma that has you know, transpired before. You mentioned being a survivor of domestic abuse and I know your story. And I was so excited when, when I first heard you was sharing your story like, you gotta go girl. Because that is speaking up for ourselves and, and, and saying what, who we are and what we've experienced. It, it, it allows us to take our power back. You know, we take it back from whomever stole it. And that's what I say, it was stolen. And so I wanna, I want you to talk about that as much as you desire. But then I also wanna, you know, talk about, you know, do you find that there are times that you um you do code switch? You find yourself code switching or having to show up and act a certain way around certain people. And how do you deal with that? So let me start with the code switching. So in a work setting, I'm able to show up and I be bubbly and teaching my um, fitness classes. You know, that's that's great. Everyone wants you to be that way. But just this is an incident. So I'm in class and I'm recording the class. A lot of people don't like to be recorded. So I try to put it at an angle where it's all on me or people who are very confident in their moves so that they're the only people being seen. And I had a student who came in who has been a longtime student. So she comes in and just moves my camera. She was like, well, you didn't have it on everybody. I didn't want it on everybody. And so I'm going to need you next time. Don't come in here moving my equipment. I have to be firm in that. I couldn't just let her come in and do what she wanted to do. She started to be with me more and dance more and be with different people, she felt like she could come into my class and find her a space that was not, I did not ask her to be in and she was not welcome to be in. If you're not in the community, you, you're unaware of the community. Right. And that's but what this, I was going to say. That's exactly yeah, what I was going to say. You yeah. have to be, you know, I think that, I think that that is one of the things we have to be very cognizant of. Like there is a, there is, there is different clusters um you know and if you're not a part of that particular cluster or community you're going to be lost you're not going to know the rules and regulations or the culture of that group and so you have to be careful when you are inviting yourself into someone else's space 
You know, it's kind of like inviting someone and, you know, coming into someone's home. You don't come in and treat it like it's your own until they give you permission to do that. You know, I mean, it's almost like, you know, that's like somebody coming in from outside and going into my refrigerator. I don't even care if you stay here. If you live with me, my son cannot come from outside and go in my refrigerator. He knows if you come from outside, go wash your hands and then go in the kitchen. If not, mama's going to have a fit. Like he knows the culture of the house. And I think it's very important that we, 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 we teach people that. And it's so funny that we're talking about this because, you know, that we moved into this because, you know, well, you know, one of the things I teach is boss up, is being the CEO of your life. And that's exactly what, you know, we want to make sure that people know they can't just come into your space and treat it any kind of way they want to. I'm in charge of this. This, this belongs to me. So you, you will teach it and treat it respectively. Or like you said, you can kindly leave. Right. And, and you said you lost the client. I don't feel like you lost the client. I feel like you made space for more. Because what you did is you gave other women in that space permission to show up for themselves and to speak up for themselves. So you gained something from that. Yeah. So kudos to you. Kudos I'll, I'll to you. I'll accept, I'll accept that, um, you know, cause I I've had things that didn't feel right that I let pass. Um, I've had other people say, oh, that wasn't that bad, but it was to me. Mm-hmm. Um, hence is why I'm between jobs because mm-hmm. like I had an incident at work and I made up my mind. I was not going back because right. I did not feel valued. I was showed I wasn't valued. And I didn't get the kind of support that I needed. And so I was like, if I have to go back into the same position, I will not go back at all. And everybody was like, oh, you sure? Mm, I've been sure. I've been, mm-hmm. I've been sure that I wasn't going to do that, yeah. period. So, so let me ask you this question. You said that you 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 didn't you didn't feel valued and you were showed you wasn't valued. Mm-hmm. And so, what does if there is a young lady that is in a situation that she feels in her heart that something is off, and we can look at it and say they don't value you? What would you say that looks like not to be valued? In my situation, I seen it because I was hit by a student with by an object by a student. The student was not, he was given some time in ISS, you know, in school suspension. Mm-hmm. A non-melanated teacher had an object thrown and hit at her. That student was automatically suspended, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Now, the only sad part about this is me and this teacher has the same student. Okay, so I was there for both incidents when I was hit and when they were hit. And just to see how um, it was aggressive and immediate for her and not so much for me. And even after I went to them and told them this was a trigger for me, I was upset. I cried all the way to work. First of all, let, let me stop there. If you get in your car. Now, this is for somebody else. This is for me too. And I knew it. And that should have been my last day. But no, I finished the school year because, you know, Jesus, I don't know. If you get in your car 
going to your job and you are unhappy, if you are crying, because I cried all the way to work the next day. If you're doing any of that, you ain't supposed to be there. Now, I ain't going to tell you to go quit. If you need that paycheck so you eat, because I'm going to say I ain't quit because I needed it. I needed to get through the school year. Right. For real. I needed right. it. But I also said this will not happen again. And I'm not showing back up for this. At some point, I, I did apply for some other jobs. So I'm, I'm like, I'm unemployed, but I, I got a job on the horizon. Yeah. I, I ain't, so I ain't that is, you know, that that's a good point. Like the first thing is, you know, like you just said, you have to add the cost, right? You have to add the cost. If I leave my job, if I leave the job right now, what is it? What is the outcome? If I stay, what is the outcome? How is this going to affect me? What is it really doing? You know, and we have to add up the whole cost, not just the financial component. But how is it affecting you mentally, emotionally and physically? Because we all know that stress affects us in, in, in physical ways just as much as it does in mental and emotional ways. The other thing that you said is you said it was a trigger, you know. And we have to realize and understand what are our triggers? What are things that are will cause me to go back into the state in which I was, a place that I have fought so hard to come out of? And we have to be willing to make the adjustments accordingly, right? So when you add up the cost of who you were and you look at where you are now, what would you say is the biggest takeaway? What is it that pushed Donnie into a new person. Wanting to be happy. Yes. Listen, happiness is an amazing feeling. Um, I can be happy eating a steak. I can be happy eating peanut butter and jelly. But what I'm not going to be is unhappy. I don't care how much money I'm making. It's not worth it. I don't care how much I love a person. It ain't worth it. If I don't love myself above all, then I'm doing a disservice. I'm yeah. doing a disservice to me and everyone else around me because it leaks out. That leaks out. Because can you imagine? Because for the rest of the year, I came in not that bubbly person, not feeling like I want to help anybody in here. I know that ain't, that ain't no, a that, that's not a good place to be. That's not, that's a, good not a good place to be. That's not a good place when you have to interact with your peers and all you can do is here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But it sounded like, sound like the teacher from um, um, Charlie the Brown. Peanuts from Charlie Brown. Yeah, girl, <laughs> girl listen. Because now I'm already in my mind. There's nothing y'all can say to me. Nothing. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, you know, like we're talking about it from a standpoint of being on a job. But so often, even when we're in our homes, if it's a toxic relationship or a toxic environment, that is exactly what you hear. Wah, 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 wah. You really don't hear anything that's going on in that space. And that is when we, we have to admit and realize it's time to make some adjustments and see if there are some things that we need to change. And a lot yeah. of times we, you know, I was going to say a lot of times, you know, it's us that we that has to change. But the truth of the matter is, it's always us that have to change. <laughs> you know, sure. I mean, you know, because like I said, you know, we teach people how to treat us and we, do. and we have made it, we have made it easy for people 
honestly to disrespect us. And, you know, can we just normalize demanding respect? It's not a matter of, you know, the aggressiveness or the mad black woman or the mad woman or whatever. It's none of that. It's just, can you respect me? Can you show up for me the way I show up for you? Can you be there for me like I want to be there for you, right? And I think that if we would learn to do more of that, you know, we would make better choices. One of the things that, you know, we always say, it's not about what you do, it's how what you did made me feel. So true. And then I can say that my tears weren't received in the manner they were given. Mm. Because I didn't get the fragility, it's going to be all right. I have come to the point, I'm a pretty princess, okay? I am not a strong Black woman. I don't care to be a strong Black woman. One of my alter egos is Wonder Woman because I can do everything. (laughs) Hence why I got degrees and everything and I do everything else. Because I'm Wonder Woman, I can do it all. Mm -mm, I'm even hanging her up. It's over. I can fix stuff. No, I want somebody to come fix it for me. Yes. Okay. This is a good place. This is a good place where we use this. is when we enter the she share. Like so often, you know, everybody say, you know, oh, I want to, I, I don't need no man. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I may not need them in certain capacities, but in some capacities I do. You need people. You need people. You just need people. I'm a loner and I say it all the time. Like, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I can do it myself. And I've been doing that for, I'll say 50 years. I don't need nobody. I can do it myself because, but now I know that's a trauma response. Yeah. I've been let down so much. I can't afford to let somebody else let me down. So I do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. I don't care what it is. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. That didn't hurt me. And Mm. I know that has hurt me. So now when I find myself unhappy about something I expected, I stop trying to put that on somebody else. I accept what they can give me when they can give it to me and then I move on because I got to get what I need. And if you can't give it to me, I can accept you where you are. I can accept what you gave me, but I can't make you live up to my expectations. That's something else. We we tend to want people to live up to our expectations, but that's my expectation. And I realize people are not me. And I expect you, because that's part of my bias, I expect you to show up for me the way I show up for you. Okay. And they can't for whatever reason. So now instead of me getting upset that you can't show up for me like I show up for you, I accept that's the best you could do with what you have. I'm going to be okay with it. I just need to move on in this space, whatever that space is. I just need to move on and I need to quit expecting you to be able to be and do everything that I need you or want you to do and be okay with what you do give me, but not sure what expectations for you to give me any more than you can receive. I got it. Well, I want to push back a little bit. Okay. So, so because here's the thing. So you said that you want to, you, you're willing to be accepting of what that person is able to give you. Yes, we have to be accepting of what that person can give you. Give you. 
Yes. However, you also have to be willing to walk away from situations that are not giving you what you feel you deserve. And a Absolutely. lot of times we'll hold on. You know, I'm just saying it for the for the people in the back so they can hear. It. Okay. So so often we will sit in situations and settle for just enough. Was it Betty White that said a piece of man is better than no man? That's a lie. And you know, I don't even want a piece of cake. I want the whole cake. Let me cut my own slice. You know, so and if you can't show up in the manner in which I really need you to, it's okay. It's okay. But I'm going to find someone that can. You know, Absolutely. And, and, yeah, yeah. And so then you said, go ahead. No, at at the same time, I said, I can accept what you give me and in that space, and then I need to move forward. Okay, yes. Okay, I didn't, I missed that part. So yeah, I need to to move forward. So now I ain't gonna be, well, we, that's not a whole conversation we're gonna have on this. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I realize what a person can, can, what they can fulfill for me. And in me, in the way I want to be fulfilled. And if they can do that, then we're great. We Gucci. Yes. If they yes. can't, then that's not it's what okay. we need to do. And that's okay. And it's but okay. I, I can learn to say it's okay. If this relationship is not working, I can separate from it. The Your job is a relationship. Your friendships are relationships. Yes. You know, the person you love is a relationship. Your family is a relationship. And I'm willing to accept what you can give me when you can give it to me, but I don't have to sit in the mud. That I don't part. have to sit in that it. Part. I don't, I don't yeah. have to sit in all of that. I can love you with all my heart and still not have to put up with your mess. Yeah. What is it? I can love you from a distance. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely. can love you from I a distance. Love you. And, and, not be, and listen, I have found the good and goodbye. I found it. Oh, that's good. Say that again for the people in the back. I, I have found the good in goodbye. That's a good place to stop. <laughs> All right, now. That was good. That was good. I like that. I have found the good in goodbye. Yes. Some of us really need to find the good in goodbye with a lot of our the people that we are and get entangled with. <laughs> I'm going to drop that in there what? right quick. If you, take, if you take that entanglement for what it was worth and what it was and move on after... Listen, Jesus. Okay, I'm, I'm just saving. I'm just saying it can be good. It can be good for the moment, and then you move on because and you've you accepted on. what this what is, is for what it is. That's what our problem be. Those that are is, expectations, and that's you know. And that was the other thing I was gonna say. And girl, we got to get off. But <laughs> the truth of the matter is, I mean, you know, y'all know we. I can talk to Nikki forever and a day because we do. We get on the phone and we had a long, long out conversation. However. You know, it's just like what you just said, though. You made a very good point, and I want to um, end on this. And the whole thing of we have to make sure that we're not expecting people to show up and meet our expectations, but instead have intentions of what we desire from people. If we know what we intend to get out of a relationship, we can lay that out, and then we're open to receive if they're able to do it or not. And if they're not, we can be good with that. And it yep. don't cost nobody nothing. It don't take away from anybody. It don't make you no more of a person and me no less than a person. It just means I have accepted what you can give and I'm okay with it. So Nikki, if they want to get in contact with you, you said you do line dancing, girl. Some people ain't want to shake out, but 
How do we get in contact with you if we are in the local area? All right. So if you're in the local area, area, the first thing you can do is go to meetup, M-E-E-T-U-P dot com backslash down south shuffle. And all of my classes are uh, located there. Um, you can drop in or out as much as you want. There's also Facebook and it is Nikki N-Y-K-K-I-R-E-M-I-X-X, Nikki Remix on Facebook. And my classes is also offered there. If and you just really want to reach out to me to book me for anything or tax advice is not free. I am so sorry. Um, but you can call me at the office. It's $50 a half hour. That number, though, <laughs> is area code 984-999-0877. And you can reach me at that number for all things, line dance and taxes or whatever else. All right, Nikki. I appreciate you hanging out with me in the she shed. And so for anyone that's interested in being a part of this, she said, and want to share your story, if it's got something you want to talk about, something that we women need to unmask from, always you can look me up and you can connect with me. I am always looking for someone to join us in the podcast and on the she said. Thank y'all you for good. having me at the scene. Awesome. She said. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening in. And I'm your host, Tina Bailey. If you are looking for tips and motivation, continue tuning in on Mondays. For more interactive dialogue, join me and my guests at the She Shed on Wednesdays. Same platform, different conversation. If you would like to connect with me further, please do so by visiting my website, www.tinabaileyonline.com. Thank you and have an amazing week.